the Situation Report. This is a special Situation Report for Saturday, September 30th, 2023. I wanted to put this together because there's a couple of things that are floating around right now that are a part of the kill chain that we talked about in the last sit rep that I think it's important for not just my audience, but global audiences to understand. And I'm going to share some audio here from the World Economic Forum that's worth listening to because it tells you what that's their agenda is. That's also, of course, is. true with COVID, right? We are all only as healthy as our neighbor is on our street and our city and our region and our nation and globally. And did we solve that? Like, did we actually manage to vaccinate everyone in the world? No. So highlighting water as a global commons and what it means to work together and see it both out of that kind of global commons perspective, but also the self-interest perspective, because it is it does have that parallel. It's not only important, but it's also important because we haven't managed <laughs> to solve those problems, which, which had similar attributes. And water is something that people understand. You know, climate change is a bit abstract. Some people understand it really well. Some understand it a bit. Some just don't understand it. Water, every kid knows how important it is to have water. When you're playing football and you're thirsty, <laughs> you need water. So there's also something about really getting citizen engagement around this and really in some ways experimenting with this notion of the common good can we actually deliver this time in ways that we have failed miserably other times and hopefully we won't keep failing on the other things but anyway so what she's outlining there is we haven't figured out a way to kill you with water yet or poison you with water so we're working on that right now because we couldn't poison you with the vaccines so now we have to go after water this, this aligns with exactly with what I was saying on the last sit rep. They're trying to manipulate every part of the food chain so they can manage the population and have total control. And total control by they measure and limit the amount of water that everyone on the planet gets. This is how insidious this organization is. This is a bunch of sociopaths that have softened the language to get you to think that they actually care about these issues. Now, potable water around the world has been an issue for generations. This is not a new phenomenon. But what is a new phenomenon? These people are out in the open talking about, we couldn't vaccinate everybody in the planet and kill as many people as we wanted. So now we're having to shift our timeline and adjust our plan so we can go after you and kill as many people as possible with water contamination. Are you starting to see the bigger picture? They soften the language to get the environmental retards to jump on board and and do their bidding for them. But really what the agenda is, they want to poison water. If these people actually wanted to solve, and that's the World Economic Forum, if these people actually wanted to solve the problem, they would have done it already. There's enough horsepower and money in the World Economic Forum as well as big tech to solve the water problem around the world as well as the food problem 11 times over. But they don't want to do that. Just like they've, uh, Sharita started this, did a show with um, one of her, one of her friends that's that's in the same business, in the numerology business, and she had a very salient point about consumerism and where consumerism came from. And I, I listened to a variety of shows throughout the week so I could get a flavor for where the information space is at and what people are doing in the information space and the you listen to everything as much as you can because 
you see the full spectrum of operations and lines of operation that the elite are conducting against the world. And then you narrow down on what the key narratives are. And you would think that the most abstract things or the most sublime things that you can listen to would be uninformative. You would be surprised how informative they are. And this was one of those situations where her friend was on the show. They were doing a conversation around the current state of affairs as it relates to um, astrological signs and astrological charts. And it's it's extremely interesting if you look at it and listen to it from the perspective. And it's uh, Feng Shui pr practitioner Amanda Gates is who she's interviewing. And I, I recommend you listen to it for, it's about 45 minutes long, 45 minutes to an hour. But she talks about how consumerism came around. And it's something that, that I haven't covered because it hasn't been relevant to the conversations that I've been having. But it is relevant right now for a couple of reasons. And the first one is most people on the planet don't know how to do anything outside of go to the store, e.g. go to the trough and buy your food and then bring your food home. There's, there's a small percentage of the population that knows how to grow food. There's a small percentage of the even smaller population and percentage of the population that understands how to purify and clean water. And you can live without food for a significant amount of time before you die, but you cannot live past three days without water. And we're talking about a significant portion of the population that does not know how to clean water. That is a significant event for them to come out and say they're going after water now. And then you have Bill Gates that's going after the meat supply and then this supposed mosquito thing. You have to ask the question, how is it these people are allowed to walk the planet when they're clearly mass murderers? I mean, this is mass murder in its purest form. There's no, there's no other words for it than genocide. And there's very specific language in the Geneva Conventions about mass murder and genocide that are supposed to drive actions from nation states. But everybody's all of these different governments across the world have been um, usurped by these oligarchs. And I'm not convinced that Klaus Schwab is the guy that started the World Economic Forum. I'm not I would think it would be Harry Kissinger or it would be somebody in that elite circle either way they've changed tactics and i've and i've said before that they're going after all of the various uh, mechanisms for the food chain because if they control the food and resources they have complete control and if you know anything about nation building nation building literally is about national resources you want to control as many national resources as possible the more resources you control the more the more influence you have in the region, the more influence you have on the planet. When we went into Iraq, we went into Iraq to control the oil because we were controlling the oil to preserve the petrodollar. That's what we initially went in there for. And we had agreements with Kuwait and other countries from the, the Kuwait war to where we would be supplied with, with fuel for the duration of our time in Iraq. We were there almost 20 years. And during that time, we tried desperately to control all the oil fields in the Middle East. And we were highly successful at it with Saudi Arabia for a period of time. And now that support is starting to dwindle. 
And why this is important is as we're losing control of the resource control and it moves to different, especially if it moves to non-globalist hands, that means that their plans are going to get more dire and they're going to get more insidious. And if they're going after water, imagine they taint the food the water supply in Africa that's already hit by drought and famine on a continual basis. You have a recipe for a mass die-off. These people don't care about human life. They want to reduce the population on the planet to 500 million and control them completely and take us back basically to serfdom. We're dealing with the children of the children of the children of the original people, the Bilderberg group, and all these different secret societies at the elite level. The group we're dealing with now, these are the these are these are like the bad clones. You've you've had so many copies that have gotten worse and worse and worse. We're dealing with the absolute dregs of society right now that have tremendous sums of money and nothing to do with it other than to figure out different ways to destroy society. All of that will play a part in their demise. All of that will play a part in the way humanity comes out of this. And we we looked at we look at things very myopically, which is, you know, and and this week when I was talking to Daniel Estulin, I can tell you that the guy, he is on a plane of existence that I will never touch. He is at the he's a PhD, he's at the ethereal level. He can see the 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 massively high picture and then articulate down how it translates into society. I look at things from how the pieces fit together at the strategic level and how it, what direction it's moving in and then where those culmination points happen. Sometimes I'm right, sometimes I'm wrong. But this water conversation explains exactly why their plans have shifted. They're open about the fact that they didn't kill enough people with the vaccines. So now they have to punch to go after a different, a different venue to get the results that they want. And Eshtelin talks about this. And then on top of that, you have a number of people that are now starting to talk about an event in October. And I've I've said for, for weeks and months now that it looks like things are culminating September, October. Originally, I thought June, July, because I figured we would go kinetic with Russia in June, July, based on our force mobilization in the region. And we haven't done that yet which means that cooler heads have prevailed. But just as soon as I say that, I thought early August, I heard people backing away from the nuclear conversation and now we're back in the nuclear conversation. So clearly the, the cooler heads have not prevailed, but I understand why that is. Redacted News published uh, a video this week where they talk through the mass surrenders of Ukrainian troops that's occurring right now as we speak. And there's actually a radio frequency that the Russians are using. And it's interesting to, to, to listen to this episode because they, they talk about, they talk about how the surrenders are going on and what Russia is publishing. Literally they're publishing a, a frequency list that tells Ukrainian soldiers how to surrender and where to surrender. It's it's amazing. And it's it was done yesterday. And I listened to about half of it. Uh, 
but it's it's worth listening to it because you're what you're seeing is these mass units surrendering in mass. And remember, when we talk about a unit, we're not talking about an entire division. We're talking about company size elements and squad size elements because they can't move in any bigger elements. But we're talking about a two to three thousand mile front here, right? When when the Germans conducted Operation Barbarossa, one of the biggest problems that they had, just like Napoleon, was the distance and the supply lines were stretched to the absolute limit because of the land the size of the landmass that they were fighting it. And the, the Ukrainians have the same issue. But imagine that you don't have control of the air and that everything that you move on the battlefield is observed by ISR assets and there's bombs on it. You can't get food to the front. You can't get ammo to the front. You can't get weapons to the front and replacements without them getting hit along the way. And it's so bad that there's units that have literally surrendered because they could they didn't have any food. They couldn't get some food and supplies to them. That's a significant logistical challenge, and that's how armies crumble. And if we're seeing this army crumble right now, it would explain why the elite are so desperate to move on to another long-term topic and start moving down that road to change the narrative. And if they artificially create a water problem that becomes a bigger event, guess what? Then you have a reason to declare martial law. It's the same thing with defunding the police. Everybody thinks that defunding police was just this liberal harebrained idea. It was not. I had this conversation with a buddy of mine yesterday, and he reminded me of this because I hadn't been thinking about it for a significant amount of time. And he and I have had this conversation many times. The whole idea behind defund the police was not to reduce the, the police presence on the ground. It was to create and set conditions so that the public would forget that the police force had been reduced in size over time. And we're two years into this now. So most people have forgotten that they've reduced the size of the police force in almost every major blue city across the uh, across the U.S. And the crime rates in those cities have spiked for over two years. But now it's reaching a boiling point where major big box department stores and other businesses are leaving the area because of the crime. The whole intent of that activity is to take away your ability to go to the trough because the next thing it's going to affect, which is already affecting is grocery stores. When you take away the grocery stores, you have a reason thereby problem reaction solution. They create the problem of high crime. They create the problem of food scarcity through this crime. And then they declare martial law, but worse, they declare government control of those businesses and allocation of food. And guess what? social scoring system you see how the game's played they their their higher agenda has nothing to do with defunding the police it was just a mechanism for them to drive chaos and disorder within the, the heart of the city and drive out real businesses so that people have to go farther out of town to source food and water, et cetera. And then you leverage the businesses at the same time, especially grocery stores, to put in facial recognition and everything else. And guess what? You have complete control of the food supply. And if you don't think that they're using facial recognition right now, go to Sprouts and check out through their self-check. There's a camera looking at you the whole time you're checking out. 
and it's recording your face and matching it to your credit card while you're checking out. I did it the other day. The whole game is in process and they're rolling right now. And then you have Booz Allen Hamilton working with big tech. Remember, Eric Schmidt is a technology advisor to the Biden administration. He was bought, brought in in 2021. Eric Schmidt is one of the founders of Google. Sergey Brin is a card-carrying Marxist that helped helped China build their social scoring system with the help of Google, Google technology. What do you think that Eric, Eric Schmidt is doing right now? He's working with Booz Allen Hamilton to build censorship tools and AI tools that will that will establish a kill chain kill chain on the internet to where if you publish a keyword that they don't like, it disappears. Or they censor you completely and they pull you off the internet. Remember when I said they have to take back the narrative, they're going to do it any way, shape, or form they can. And that brings me to replacing Biden. The conversation about replacing Biden has come back and surfaced back in the in the the mainstream now. And it's happened because Diane Feinstein was finally taken off ice and announced to the public that she's been dead. I think she's been dead for months because she hasn't been seen in DC and she hasn't been in DC for longer than a few days for years. And all of a sudden she's in DC and passes away. I don't buy that story. First of all, I don't buy anything that comes out of DC because I know it's all BS. Anyway, the point is Feinstein dies. Feinstein's announced they need a replacement. So the, the the prevailing theory is you move Harris to Feinstein's position in the Senate. She goes back to California. You move Big Mike or you move Gruesome Newsome into the vice president's spot. You remove Biden. And then guess what? You throw Newsome in, who's 50 times worse than Harris ever could be. And that is exactly what Pelosi's probably doing on the back end. That's how these people work. Whichever way that shakes out, if they impeach Biden, they're going to impeach Biden because of his age and because of his senility. They will not impeach him because of the crimes he's committed against the country. And they will do that so they can do the same thing to Trump because Trump's around the same age. You see how the game's played? They... They put something in front of you like it, it's meaningful, but really behind the scenes, it's just like the budget negotiation. It's behind the scenes, and it's always done to their benefit. It's never done to the benefit of the American people. At the same time, all of that's going on. They're in the background going after food, water, medicine, everything else to control everything and box you in to force you to sign up for their social scoring system. And why all of this is important is the fact that most – it goes back to what I was saying – earlier in the in the in the broadcast most people don't know how to source food and water on their own and most people don't know how to purify water so if there's anything you hear me say today it's go spend some time watch troopers videos on on his telegram channel it's a trooper channel go watch his videos on water go watch there's a videos on uh on youtube i think troops are better just because i'm biased go watch his videos on how to purify water and then start building supplies around your house because the other side the other thing they're doing right now that eventually is going to affect you if it hasn't already affected you is inflation they're driving the cost of living up so that you slowly or bled drive your resources and i know my cost of living is massively higher than it was before because i i'm spending way more to get groceries food and, and fuel 
and eventually I'll be underwater too. So do it now while you have the resources to get the the right tools to purify water and be ready for it and start practicing. That's the other part of this. Start practicing. It's one thing to watch the video. It's another thing to go do it. And that's why you use the stuff you have and you, you exercise the stuff you have. Keywords to live by. Because what's coming is anyone's guess. Everybody asks me, you know, literally everyone that I talk to asks me, how do you think things are going to develop? What do you think is going to come out of this? How do you think things are going to, to fall apart? And it could be any number of things. I think it's a culmination of all of these different pieces falling apart all at the same time. And we have to um, deal with the picking up the pieces. They are going, they're going to lose control of this. I, I undoubtedly realize that they're going to lose control of this. And that's, um, you know, regardless of what you think, at some point it's going to go kinetic. The thing to realize is that don't focus on the kinetic. Focus on the information war. Focus on waking people up to use discernment when they look at these different narratives that are coming out of the World Economic Forum, that's coming out of Davos, that's coming out of the uh, the uh, DC corridor. Use discernment there. Focus on that. And look, here's a litany test. Go watch any of the Marvel series on Captain from Captain America all the way through the Avengers. You're going to see all of the narratives that we're dealing with right now throughout those movies. In in Captain America Civil War, which I watched last night, they they go through this gyration at the start of the movie where the UN wanted them to sign an accord where the UN would control them. And none of them wanted to give up their sovereignty. And it literally was this fight back and forth about controlling people's rights. And rights versus safety and security it's the exact same conversation that we're having right now it's the exact same conversation that they used to justify the patriot act it's the exact same conversation they used to extend the patriot act it's the exact verbiage and language they used for the igas which by the way if you go look at the igas you will see that there's water conversation in the extension of the IGAs that were just signed last year. These people have been planning these contingencies for decades. Assume they've wargamed every single scenario to the point where every single thing that you see has been wargamed out and they're two years ahead of us. We're just trying to catch up and survive. At some point, we'll have to pull our bootstraps up, get organized and fight back. Which flavor variety that comes in, we don't want it to go kinetic unless we absolutely have to go kinetic because the moment we do that, our whole world becomes about reconstruction. We don't want our world to be about reconstruction. Go look at Aleppo. Go look at Syria four years after they supposedly stopped fighting. The country's still a mess. They may never recover. It was the same thing with Lebanon. Lebanon was a mess for 25 years of civil war. That's what happens when this goes kinetic. The best thing we can do, the most effective things we can do is disconnect from the technology and use word of mouth. I know that sounds archaic, but guess what? We're visceral beings, and that will build relationships a lot faster 
than a text message. Plus that GPS phone that you have in your hand, you know what that is? It's a beacon for a missile to land on your head if you're a dissident and these people seize control. Look at it from the big picture. Technology is not your friend here. Information is, is not your friend. People that actually have solid information that you can talk to viscerally, those are your friends. And I'm I'm being somewhat facetious and dubbing this down, but I'm trying to be very transparent about what's ahead of us. I don't trust technology anymore. And I work in the tech business. And literally, I have spent the last two weeks arguing about Chinese AI companies coming in and trying to partner with healthcare companies in the U.S. China has already been trying to, to harvest DNA from the U.S. and different groups and different um, cultures. Now they want to use AI to go after all of these markets. It's insidious. And everybody's worried about the money. The thing to worry about right now is, and don't worry about the fact that you have information out there. They have information on everybody that we've willingly given them over the years via social media, via passports, via travel, you name it. We all went along with it. We all thought it was for enhancing the flow of, of people through the airports, et cetera. But really, the insidious nature of it was just to collect information and drive towards facial recognition and complete control. It is what it is. But now's the time to start disconnecting and start checking in to figuring out how to do things for yourself outside of the entire value system. And you will find that when you create an alternate economy based on barter, you will find that you can have probably better products that are handmade by people that are true craftsmen versus the garbage you buy at Walmart. You give up plastic for glass. You give up um, rubber and plastic for wood. You'd be surprised how much how much better the quality is. Food for thought. And today I'm going to end... I'm going to do some uh, jazz today. I'm going to do a little Dave Brubeck. This you've you've probably heard this from uh, from Bosch. I played this a couple of times. I like playing this song on a Saturday because it's 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 jazz. It's something different. It's not you know the normal rock and roll, which is what I um, routinely have. So here's a uh, here's some Dave Brubeck. Uh, the Dave Brubeck Quartet. Sorry, uh, this is take five. God bless, folks. One team, one fight.
Thank you. 